to this Cars to Your Beautiful Purpose. I am your host, Derry Cox. So thank you so very much for joining me again for another episode. Um, I have, sorry for not posting every week as well as I promised before, but I hope that that gets much better. <laughs> but I'm really excited to be here today to um, speak on something that has been nagging me for a little bit on um, this word that kept popping up every day pretty much about integrity and and of course uh, I figure that's what my next topic should be about what my next episode should be about so here I am and I am going to dive right in and I do have some excited news to share with you um, for that's coming up on this podcast for our next couple of episodes it's all in the works um, and so I'll be sharing a little bit at the end of this episode on what you can look out for. So I'm just going to get right into it and, you know, start to start to talk because I do a lot of when when certain things pops in my head, I'm like, all right, let me go research on what this is. All right. So I knew what integrity was. I kind of had an idea, but what I really wanted to know what the dictionary had um what it says about it and you know also of course referencing the bible as you know i you know try to figure out now okay so the dictionary says this and what does the word say about that word that specific word um we all know that upright character is an important ingredient in anyone's life right character is like the guard of your reputation and the necessity for success in any sphere of life. Without it, nations, businesses, churches, and families crumble and fall into moral disarray. However, important as character is, right, there is something that is even more important, and that is integrity. So the word integrity occurs about 16 times in the bible and is without a doubt one of the most significant words in the scripture we can find we find that throughout the bible there are three men who god told us specifically about um that were men of integrity the first of these right and there you know they have different scriptures where they're first mentioned um there was king Abimelech, um, and you can find about him in 1 Kings 9.14. The second man we find who God described as having integrity, right, is David. Actually, the first king, Abimelech, was in Genesis 20. We can find about him. And then we can find out about David in 1 Kings 1.9.14. Right, the third is Job, and the Bible refers to Job's integrity four times. It was his integrity that kept Job um, from cursing God when he lost his children, when he lost his possessions, and when he lost his health. God acknowledged Job's integrity to to, to Satan in Job two thirteen, and then there was Job's wife. Um, she recognized it as well, and. We see that when she asked him 
does thou still re- retain thy integrity curse god and die we find that in job 2 9 job he refused and later we see in job 27 verses 5 he said till i die i will not remove my integrity from me so what is integrity i have found three definitions of integrity in the dictionary the first one it says integrity is the condition or quality of being complete undivided or unbroken wholeness second integrity is an unimpaired condition and then the third definition is moral soundness or uprightness several times the hebrew word of integrity is translated uprightness we see in proverbs 10 9 where it says he that walketh upright walketh surely in proverbs 10 29 we read the way of the lord is the strength to the upright and then proverbs 28 verse 6 says better is the poor that walketh in his uprightness than he that is perverse in his ways though he be rich contractors and engineers refer to integrity of scale right there are times when you can have two pieces of steel that both look great on the outside there's no apparent difference between them but one of them when it is put on distress may not support the weight the reason the other piece of steel does hold up on distress is because it has integrity we we all know about character and so what is the difference between integrity and character the english word character doesn't actually appear in the bible but the greek word from which we derive our english word does you can see in hebrews 1 3 where it refers to the express image of jesus christ the greek word there is character which is spelled k-a-r-a-k-t-e-r from which we get our english word character now what is the difference between integrity and character character is a matter of doing right over and over until it becomes a part of your life so you teach a child to get up in the morning make his bed make his or her bed get dressed read his or her bible do his or her chores and so on you you know we teach children to um, to treat adults with respect you teach them diligence patience and a good work ethic when they learn all of that and then do it without thinking about it they're displaying character character somebody said is doing right by habit it's simply doing the right thing automatically so you can train character into a child good character is a is the natural response of acting or reacting according to high standards of behavior in every situation now integrity integrity is character but it is also more than character integrity is actually it's actually more important than character um it is character that truly comes from the heart it is character that is resolute it is character that cannot be changed or polluted integrity is more like a, a produce 
character than character is to produce integrity. In fact, integrity is the parent of character. So you may find a person who doesn't have much character, but if he has integrity, he will eventually build character. I've seen young people whose parents were not Christians and had no interest in Christianity and some of these young people got saved and allowed the Holy Spirit to work in their lives and they produced integrity in them. Before long, they were saying, I want to do the right thing. It doesn't matter what anybody else says or does. I'm going to do the right thing. A person like that, right? will eventually develop character. Character deficiencies are really a result of a of lack of integrity. If a man has integrity and he sees a character deficiency or a character flaw in his life, he will say, I need to deal with that. I can't let that character flaw you know, stay in my life. Nobody is perfect, right? We know that. That's not what, we're, that's not what I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about steel that is sound. I'm talking about steel of resolved on the inside of a person's soul. The resolve to do that which is right. Integrity is more than it's more than good habits that have been formed. I've seen people form good habits and then go bad. Why? Because even though they had good habits, they didn't have the integrity to undergrade and support the good habits. Integrity is a determination of the heart. It is the unwavering determination in the heart to do right no matter what. See, when I'm afraid, I must do right. When I'm not afraid, I must do right. When my emotions try to lead me the wrong way, I must have integrity. I must do right. When my emotions are doing fine, I must do right. When I'm among the heated, I must do right. When I'm not among the heated, I must do right. When I'm around committed Christians, I must do right. And when I'm around Christians, you can hardly tell apart from the world, I must do right. When my friends stand with me, I must do right. When they, when my friends attack me, I must still do right. When my friends turn on me, despise me, make fun of me, and put me down, I must still maintain integrity. If my children stand with me, I must do right. If my children don't stand with me, I must do right. When it's easy, I must do right. When it's hard, I must do right. When there's no cost, I must do right. When the cost seems high, I must do right. When people like it, I must do right. When people don't like it, I must do right. Now that's that's integrity. If there's anything that is needing in in the young people today, I'm you know I'm just gonna not categorize all young people, but some of them, young men, right? It is that kind of integrity. You know, if if anything, if anything is needed today, it's integrity. Young men simply need to have the resolve in their hearts and souls to say, I will do right. I may not feel like it. I may not get any support or encouragement, but I've got to have integrity and I won't let it go. I've got to do right. See, integrity is that thing in a man or a woman that says, I must and will do that, which is right, period. No questions asked. A man of integrity tells the truth, period. He tells the truth when he's under hold. He tells the truth when he's not under hold. That's what Jesus was talking about when he said, 
Let your communication be yay, yay, nay, nay. Matthew 5:37. I always try to teach my kids, my children, that they would get into more trouble for telling a lie than for anything else. Right? I expect them, I want them to be honest with me, regardless of what they may have done. Right? And I encourage you, as mothers, as fathers, mothers, fathers, grandfathers, you know, grandmothers, whoever you are, teach that to your children. That they would get into more trouble if they lie. Right? No matter what you do, no matter what it costs, you always tell the truth. I've actually felt, sometimes I felt bad about actually telling people how I feel, but I feel that I need to tell people how I feel. Not to hurt their feelings, but to just be honest. Because I am not into the shady stuff no more. Like, I can't be looking at you and say, oh, I really care about you, and I really don't care about you. Or, um, yes, I have those things that I'm working on for myself, and um, I'm a work in progress. And, you know... Sometimes it's 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 hard to love people that you know talk about you or run you down. It's hard to love someone that has broken your heart. It's hard to love um, a sister or brother in church after you've known if they've run your name and they talked about you or whatever the case may be or you know whatever the situation it's hard but it's a, it's a constant battle yeah and spending more and more time with God getting closer to him these things you you look at them in the way I look at things right and I'm just like well I'm not gonna waste my energy on not liking you because you're the bad person or you said something bad or you did something bad to me or you broke my heart I can't do that right because I'm a reflection of my father My father is love, God is love, and so I need and I must love. I wouldn't let people use me or take advantage of me anymore, but I will love them from a distance and I will continue to pray for them because that's what needs to be done, right? So, moving on. Um, A few years ago, right, I read about this story, a college sports team won a championship game. After they did, the coach discovered they had ineligible players on the team, right? Without anybody forcing him to do so, the coach stepped forward and relinquished relinquished the championship trophy without waiting to be found out. He brought the trophy and gave it back. That, now that, that is integrity. The little phrase really is true though. It's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. Why? Because there's always somebody that can play a little better than I can. But anyone can excel in integrity if they will. Now, I want to go and talk about... I want to talk right now about um, integrity in your heart. It's, it's, integrity is not just what people see. It is what you are. Um, twice in Genesis 20, the Bible the Bible referred to the integrity of Abimelech's heart 
God said about Job, he holded fast his integrity. Job himself said, I will not remove my integrity from me. One of the most important truths in the whole Bible is this. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. If you've got any integrity, it's not just because you have it naturally. If you really got it, it's because God gave it to you. I also want to tell you that even though God gives you gives integrity integrity to you, there's also a sense in which He says, "I give you the responsibility to hold on to your integrity. I give it to you now. You hold on to it." Now, how can a person hold on to integrity? Only by having it and keeping it in the heart. If it's not in the heart, integrity is up for grabs. If it is not in your heart, then the mind will begin to rationalize and figure out a way to get around it. If your integrity is only in your hands, somebody will be able to buy it from you. If it's only on your mind, somebody will talk you out of it. But if your integrity is in your heart, then with God's help, you can keep it no matter what. So let me ask you a question. And I want some response. Let me an email, um, leave a comment somewhere, figure it out. You can find me. What would you do, right? What would you do? The question is, what would you do if you knew that nobody would ever find out? If you knew, if you knew you would never be caught, what would you do? Which is stronger in your heart right now, greed or integrity? Would you steal if you knew no one would ever find out? Which is stronger in your heart, lust or integrity? What would you look at if you knew no one would ever find out? Where would you go if you knew no one would ever, you know, find out, knew, (laughs) or, you know, what things you do that you would not do if you know people would know. Remember the story of Joseph? He was sold into slavery by his brothers and wound up in Potiphar's house in Egypt where Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him. What did Joseph say? How can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Notice that Joseph wasn't primarily worried about Potiphar finding out, right? He was not. He was more concerned about sinning against God. And I think that we all need to be that way. It's not about what people have to say. It's about you actually doing the right thing. And knowing that your father is there looking at you. We are, you know, we are not perfect, and we fall sometimes, and we do some crazy stuff. But my encouraging encouragement to you is that you try as much as you can to stay close to God, and then you can, with your faith and your trust in Him. You can fight any thoughts that are negative that will will talk you into doing, you know, the wrong thing. And you'll be okay. It's a a continual 
continual struggle but it's a place that's okay to be in because you know who holds the world your life and everything about our existence in your hands remember that you know there are people who are unfaithful to their mates are usually only worried that their mate or the other person's mate will find out they're not as likely to maintain integrity as they would be if they recognize that God is always watching them and were more concerned about him knowing what they did than someone else knowing. Psalms 111 verses 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Joseph wasn't just worried about Potiphar is finding out he was worried about having to live with himself, knowing that God would know what he had done. Martin Luther King Jr. said, If I knew the world would go to pieces tomorrow, I would still plant my apple tree and pay my debts. If no bill collector was coming after you, would you still pay your bills? If the boss is nowhere around, do you still put in eight hours work for eight hours pay? Do you work harder when the boss is watching than you do when he's not? I don't know how much, I don't know much about sports, but I've read that, you know, some professional athletes will sign a contract for three years. And if they had a really good year, they want to renegotiate after the good year. I can't help but wonder if they're willing to negotiate for a lower salary if they had a bad year, though. Incidentally, I wouldn't want an athlete who would do that on my team at my at any price and I wouldn't want my children watching him play. I wouldn't want his poster hanging up in my house because integrity is more important than talent. And I'm here to remind you of that, right? It doesn't matter, you know, who you think is looking and who is not looking and you're doing all kinds of crazy shady stuff um at the back and some of you know masquerading like ministers of the gospel and doing a lot of crazy stuff yeah maybe showing a little shade right about now things tend to pop up in my brains and my mind and i just need to let it out and like i said i'm not perfect nobody is and you know i just am here to remind people be mindful you know live up to the expectations of your father he knows where we are and he knows the trouble the struggles we have and that's why he invites us all the time to get more closer to him so that these things wouldn't penetrate it's like guarding our hearts right we have to we have to guard our hearts and so that is really really important for us to keep in mind of all the places Joe right that integrity can manifest itself nowhere is it more important than in the home Sam's 101 2 says I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way I will walk within my house with a perfect heart the word perfect there is the same 
Hebrew word translated integrity. At the end of the book of Job, God gave Job double what he had originally plus 10 more children. Imagine the testimony those children heard. Imagine him telling them about everything he had he went through and was still able to hold on to his integrity. When children see their parents act with integrity, when they see them do right regardless of the cost, the lessons that they learn are priceless. Yeah, I had some struggles, I've had some crazy things, you know, and as I continue to pray for my children that they will be children of great integrity, you know, and I always like to talk about Job and his strength and his fate. That man with the mouth. Proverbs 20 verses 7 says, The just man walketh in his integrity, his children are blessed after him. Helping our children develop not only character, but also true heart-based integrity is one of our greatest responsibility as parents. With God's help, we can raise children who will stand strong for him no matter what may come their way. So I hope that I have um, inspired you or opened your eyes or shed a light on something somewhere that you needed to hear this um, in this episode for this week. I am grateful for you listening and um, I hope that you were able to gather something in and learn something or like I said spark something up in, inside of you um, to be a person of integrity and to try to instill that in your children, whoever they are, wherever they are. Um, okay, alright, so like I said, I'm really hopeful that you have learned something with this episode, that you have be, may have been sparked in some way to be a person of integrity. This is something I myself is working on for me. I think you should too. Um, okay, so coming up, two things. One will be me speaking about my book. And some of the chapters in my book, The Scars I Come With, also coming up in my next, um, not next, next, but it's in the works that I'm working on. already started recording with some different people. I'll be doing one-on-one interviews with some remarkable, remarkable people. Some poets, because I love poetry. Authors, because I love to read and I am all to myself. And singers, gospel singers, um majority guests, gospel singers, ministers. I want to speak to anyone that wants to talk to me about helping us all inspire each other. Um, We all need to be inspired and there's a lot of people out there that are very inspirational and I am, I have the honor of knowing a few of them and so um I will be doing one-on-one interviews with those people coming up and so talking about the different projects they're working on, talking about how they've dealt with the pandemic, talking about their life and their ministry and um, what they're they're grateful for and the life that they're leading and they want to encourage to anyone that that is willing to listen. Um, 
I do have a very interesting lineup for you guys and so I want you to look out for that I'm gonna also when it's up and ready and when I'm ready and I've done the first one and the second one and whatever whatever it may be I will be posting to my Instagram page I am Jerry Cox go follow me and I'm also on Facebook and I am Jerry Cox you can follow me there all right, this does it for me for another episode of The Scars to Your Beautiful Purpose. I am your host, Terry Cox. Until next time, stay safe, stay prayed up, wear a mask as recommended. Please stay prayed up. Keep your eyes open. And those of you who can vote, you need to vote because, well, we are living here on Earth, yes? And there's things that we need to do. And people that make laws for us that how we live and how we eat and how our food is protected and what doctors we see and what doctors we can see and the way to to um, congregate together all these things are on the line in our elections and i do encourage everyone that can vote to go vote thank you for listening again to the scars to your beautiful purpose i'm your host Derry cox Thank you.